Welcome to the Heal Podcast for all things related to Lyme disease and other chronic illnesses. I'm Mimi McLean, Mama Five, founder of Lyme 360 and a Lyme warrior. Tune in each week to hear from doctors, health practitioners, and experts to hear about their treatments, struggles, and triumphs to help you on your healing journey. I'm here to heal with you. Before we get started with the podcast, I wanted to talk to you about what is in your personal care products and cosmetics. What you put on your skin, which is your largest organ, is just as important as what you consume. Your body immediately absorbs what is on the skin. But did you know that there is limited regulation in the personal care industry? And the last law that was passed was 1938. So the chemicals and ingredients in your products have not been tested for human safety. So for those of you struggling with your health, it is super important to use clean products. Eight years ago, I started using Beauty Counter for my cosmetics and personal care products. They are the leaders in clean, safer products that work. Beauty Counter has done the research and taken the guesswork out of what is safe. Go to lime360.com forward slash beauty counter to learn more. Reach out to me at mimi at lime360.com if you want to learn more or find out what my favorite products are. Welcome back to the Heal Podcast. This is your host, Mimi McLean. And today we have Jody Levy, and she is a Lyme warrior, artist, serial entrepreneur, including the Watermelon Water, and recently co-founder of the Milk Cleanse. After struggling with Lyme for 18 years, she decided to CEO her own health. After trying everything under the sun, she finally found something that made her well. At the advice of her friend, she completed a one-week milk cleanse. Jody felt the best she had ever had and hasn't looked back. She promised herself that if she got better, she would do anything to make sure she would help others overcome Lyme as well. So she went on to start a company called The Milk Cleanse. To get my Detox for Lyme checklist, go to lime360.com forward slash detox checklist. Jody, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited to talk about your new baby, the Milk Cleanse, and how you came about starting the Milk Cleanse. So will you just tell me a little bit about your Lyme journey now that you've been a Lyme warrior and can speak to that? Because it's been a long time that you've had Lyme. Yes, it has been a long time that I've had it. I just didn't know it. Mimi, thank you for having me. It's an honor to have this conversation with you. It's funny because it's always tricky to talk about my experience with Lyme because I spent 18 years undiagnosed and then four years trying to figure out what to do about it all. And that journey has been one of like the most remarkable of my life. It's brought me to the most incredible people and experiments and sciences and all the things. So it's been a real blessing for me, but it was actually incredibly hard with most people that experience that know. So I left Michigan when I was 17, 18 years old, and I went to upstate New York to go to art school. I never had any tick awareness because in Michigan, ticks weren't really a thing then. And I went to Skidmore College for my first couple of years of school. And it was like this amazing, beautiful campus with these backwoods behind it. And I was like a nature girl from Michigan. Like all I wanted to do is go in the woods and run around the woods and if you could imagine now, like not having any awareness about ticks or tick-borne illnesses. So I'm sure I was bit in a thousand different directions. And that summer I came back to Michigan and I was hospitalized and nobody could figure out what was wrong. And for the following like 17 years where I was absolutely thriving and like living this amazing adventure, I was kind of chasing 
like imbalances in my body. And every doctor that I would go to would be like, you're the epitome of health. And I'd be like, okay, great news, you know? And I'd like kind of walk out and I'd be like, something is like not right. And I can't put my finger on it and I don't know what it is, but like, I'm looking at all these other people out there and they feel like they're happy and they feel like life is easy. And that wasn't really my experience. So years and years and years later, like almost two decades later, I really got into the world of like invisible illnesses and people that have been suffering from like not understanding what's a little off or really off in their bodies. I'm a founder and a CEO of many of my companies. And I was like, I'm going to CEO my own health. Forget all these doctors, forget all these people telling me that I'm like the epitome of health. Forget my closest humans that are telling me I'm just like, you know, I'm too busy or I'm too stressed or I should stop starting companies, you know, stop dancing until sunrise. And I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to map my body and I'm going to send parts and pieces of me across the planet and I'm going to figure it out. And I did. And I figured out that I had exposure to toxic mold and mycotoxins throughout my body. And I had 14 different types of tick-borne illnesses. That's amazing. Let's go back though. What were your first symptoms that like hospitalized you? I was like first year college, just like tired and didn't feel good. And it just like, wasn't myself. And it kind of started there. And, you know, they were like, oh, you have mono, right? Mm -hmm. Which is sort of like a norm, like where we recognize that as now like a precursor to Lyme. And my liver was a little funky and I like was changing colors and I'm like, oh my God, I'm yellow. Right. And And what they do, they just give you like medicine and antibiotics or what what did they do? I don't really remember because I was like, I just remember having this conversation with my dad where he was like, Jody, you're just tired. Like you've been, you came home at 6am because I love music. Right. And so I was like downtown Detroit, like the heat of the Detroit techno era. And I was like, not drinking. I was drinking my electrolytes and like eating my healthy food because it's what kept me in balance. And finally, um, I don't know. I, I just remember spending like a couple nights in the hospital and they couldn't really figure it out. And then like, I was like, okay, I have mono. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I was stressed or I had like, yeah. there were stories that were put in my brain. So the next 18 years, you did enough just to get by. Like you, you managed your food. You didn't drink. Like you said, you just kind of just bare minimum. Yeah. It wasn't even minimum. So it felt like a lot. So my sister is this incredible fitness instructor and a nutritionist. So we, years and years ago, we were in our like, you know, early twenties, we stopped eating gluten. We stopped eating all sugar. We got really conscientious about like the clean food movement. And I was just very particular about food really that went like what went in my system and on our skin which growing up in the like suburbs of Detroit was very far out for mm-hmm. like the community that we grew up in. Yeah. And that was also, what you say, 15 years ago or whatever? I mean, that back then, that's- It was a little different. longer than that. Well, no, <laughs> but I mean, we like today it's common, right? Yeah. You take it back 10 years ago, it wasn't common to be like known to be putting clean stuff on your skin and it, people just weren't as aware. Correct. Yeah. No, it was like 20 plus years ago. Yeah. And- So we were sort of like early biohacking, you know, it was like before Bulletproof and before all these kind of brands popped up with options that help us make it a little bit more easy. 
we were eating whole foods. We were eating all organic, which was very tough at the time. You know, I tried to be a, a vegan for a minute. That was a disaster. So it was a lot of like experimental stuff. And then things really came full circle. So back then I got really into Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that doesn't know, Ayurveda is the ancient science of life that comes from the Indian Vedic tradition. Yoga is a part of the Ayurvedic system. And in the Ayurvedic system, it's based on every human being has an innate constitution. And then everything in our life is a balancing of that constitution of what's in balance and out of balance, which is kind of awesome now that I am involved in products that kind of come from this ancient wisdom. But when I was like in my early 20s, I started to learn about Ayurveda. I started to work with an Ayurvedic practitioner. And it was one of those things, you know, those things in life where like you start to learn about it and you can't consume it fast enough. Like you just Mm -hmm. want to go deeper. That was one of those things. Like I was just like, okay, I need to know what comes next. I need to understand how the pieces come together. And that was a big part of the nutritional side of my balancing. But yeah, like that's what I was doing to kind of keep myself as elevated as I could. Right. And so you did, I know we talked about this earlier. You you were fortunate to be able to do lots of different treatments around the world, trying different things, you know, that cost a lot of money and you'd have to travel and whatnot. But you found one thing which led you to starting the milk, milk cleanse that really you felt was a big impact in your house. So can you talk about that experience? Yeah, for sure. So when I finally decided that I was going to figure out what was going on and get myself better, right? Because one didn't exist without the other. I meticulously started mapping all of the things I was doing from supplementation to protocols. And I would fly around the world and try all of these things. Some were like Western, some were Eastern, some were shamanic, some were like super experimental medical. But the thing that I made sure that I did was do one thing at a time with a lot of space between it. And after like three and a half years of that, mapping and mapping and mapping, I didn't get like the kind of better that I wanted. Like some things would take me down and then I'd, you know, get back up and some things would make me feel a little, a little bit better. Some things would like clear my mind for a little bit, but like nothing reset my system. So I was um, like really discouraged and I was sort of getting myself into the, like, I'm an, I'm an optimist, right? Like my solution oriented optimism sort of like keeps me going. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well I'm out of ideas. Like I just did it all. Like none of it works. Like I understand why the people that I meet along the way are just coping all the time. And I really wasn't prepared to accept that this was like the way life was going to be. So I was sort of like, I remember I was in Denver with my sister and I was like, I think like I have to accept this. You know, I was like on all fours climbing up a mountain with her because I would still hike the mountain. I was just in slow-mo, you know, and we would laugh at like the fact that I was, you know, she, and she never, she never rolled her eyes at me. She never went ahead. She'd always just be like, let's go. You got it. You got it. So I had been 
carrying these supplement bottles in my computer bag for about a year. A year before I was at my dear friend's house and somebody came up to me. I was very quiet about what was going on with me because I didn't want anyone to know. I have like a bunch of businesses and a bunch of investors and I didn't want anyone to know that I wasn't well. And this guy comes up to me, his name is Dave. And he's like, hey, I hear that you are kind of going through it. I know that you have Lyme and I want you to meet Dr. Linda Lancaster and I want you to do the milk cleanse. And I was like, I don't drink milk. I'm not drinking milk. Like I've been gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free for all these years. Like that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard, you know? And like, I had such an attitude problem about the fact that he even knew that I was sick that I was like, but I softened up and I was like, okay, tell me about it. Like, I haven't heard about this. So he is now my co-founder in the milk cleanse and the person that literally saved my life. He introduced me to Linda and I did some blood work and she sent me the kit and I didn't do it. And I went through all this stuff and I was like in, you know, with my sister on the floor in a puddle, just like, what comes next, you know? And she was like, why not just do the milk thing? You've been carrying these things around with you for a year. Let's just try it. Let's go get some goat milk. So I was like, okay, all right, it's time. I'll do it. Like total eye roll chip on my shoulder, like milk, right? So I do the first day. And I'm like, okay, this is not so bad. Like not hungry. It's weird because there's carbs, right? And like my body feels great because I haven't been eating carbs in forever. I get through the second day and I'm like, I'm going through it. Like I have a lot of Lyme in my system. So there's like, I'll get like little joint aches or like my head will hurt a little bit. And there's these therapeutic baths that are part of the protocol. By day three, I was like, My eyes were wide. I felt awesome. I like went for a hike with my sister. I wasn't like better by any means, but I was like upright and, you know, hiking at altitude. And I had this wild, like transformative week. On day seven, my brain had this like massive just release. And I got like total clarity in my thoughts and my memory. My vision got like super bright. And on day eight, my sister looked at me and was like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in years. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So why is it eight days? Like why not six days? Why not nine days? I don't know. So the milk cleanse is based on like an Ayurvedic parasite cleanse. Mm-hmm. So it's a milk mono diet. You can also drink coffee and water. I feel like the coffee is a game changer for most people. Yes. Yeah. And What Linda says is that she's been doing this for like 40 plus years. When people shorten the cleanse, four days, four days is like a micro cleanse, nothing shorter than that. And if somebody is like, I can only do six days, great, do it. But eight days is the amount of time that she has figured out that is optimal for parasites and critters that are in the system to come out. Now there's a phase two where you return to clean food for another three weeks and you take the supplements, which continues to pull anything that isn't meant to be in the body out of the body. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about like why milk? Like what does milk do? Cause it's like so counterintuitive when they tell you not to have dairy, especially yeah. for a lot of chronic Lyme 
patients. Totally. And to be clear, once you're off the milk cleanse and you return to food, you don't, dairy is not recommended. So there's a couple things on the topic. One is if you've ever heard of like in India, if, if a kid gets a parasite, they'll put a bowl of milk under them and the parasite is attracted to the lactose, to the milk. What do you mean under them? Like, like, like in a bowl under their butt. Oh, really? And it just comes out? Yeah. So by drinking milk and having that be the only thing in the gut, all of the parasites are attracted to the milk. And then the supplements that you take every two hours kills it and flushes it through the system. Yeah. So like there's a lot of talking about poop during the week of the milk cleanse. Yeah. Um, so that's the one thing, because, you know, I did it like a month ago, three weeks ago, and I actually, I wasn't as hungry. You know, the third day, I think I texted you, I was like, I am starving. But otherwise, I actually felt, because I don't drink milk, I've never drank milk, it actually became like nurturing. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. felt like I, it was a treat. And yeah. then I started, you know, I, I know you're not, you're supposed to only have one cup of coffee. So I started actually mic- taking that cup of coffee and taking, I don't know if I'm supposed to do this. Well, I probably was against the rules, but I would take a little bit of it and put it in with ice and make like a coffee milkshake with the milk. Sounds perfect. <laughs> so Sounds like, great. Like, like, you know, when you need that snack at like 11 yeah. o'clock, you're like, I'm going to just have like, make it thicker. I didn't add anything else but the milk and the coffee, but still it was just like a treat. But yeah. So I felt like the milk was definitely like filling and, you know, it was something, it was a treat in the sense that I don't normally have that much milk or even milk. So I think that for people that have been on like the healing journey for a long time and anyone like me that's gone and like sat places with IVs and pick lines and all the things, it's so peaceful. It's simple. Like It's so simple and it it's so effective. So now I'll do a cleanse like two to four times a year just because it makes me feel amazing. Yeah. Do you do the full eight days or you just do the shortened one? I usually try to do the full eight days. Which is hard. That's, I think, the hardest part about doing this is finding an eight-day period where you're not around people or you're not expected to go out or do something, right? I wish I had known about this, like, in COVID. I literally do everything. So I have this, there's this place in Kauai called the Kauai Juice Co. And there's, they have this big bottle, this, like, aluminum bottle that's, like, a 32-ounce thing that keeps liquid cold. And it's, like, my milk cleanse jug. Yeah. And I'm the girl who like takes my Kauai Juice Co. thing of goat milk around and I just like carry a little backpack and I'll go sit at dinner for hours with my people. But it makes me feel so good and so yeah. elevated when I'm on it that like, I love it. Like I, I love, like when I get to day six or seven or eight, I, like it's the best feeling. Yeah. I'll go and dancing. you also lose a little couple of pounds too, which... Yeah. Most people lose like 10 pounds on an eight day cleanse. Yeah. I lost some weight. It felt, that part felt good. And you know, what was amazing is, you know, because I'm almost there, I I feel a lot better than I have in my life. My biggest complaint at this point was my joint pain. And by day three, my joint pain completely went away to the point where like my arm probably could only go to, you know, maybe 90 degrees. I could open it up because my joint pain was so bad that I was able to open my whole arm by the end of the week which is crazy. I'm so happy to yeah. hear that. And my joint pain like pretty much went away. Now, since I've been off, I have to say, I haven't been super careful about the three weeks. Like I've been yeah. having cheating here and there and my joint pain is slowly coming back. 
which mm. makes me like feel like I have to start and do like the micro cleanse again and do it. Or something. You may want to try for like, I always tell people that have a really, like when they have big families and everyone's around, go for four days. And then if you want an extra one or two or three and you can stay on it. Yeah. But, and you know, sometimes like knowing that the topic of this podcast is Lyme mm-hmm. for people that have like really been on heavy antibiotics or have done like a lot of Western stuff. I never took antibiotics for Lyme. And I do believe that a lot of the work that I had been experimenting with up until the time that I did my first bill cleanse also primed my body to have such an immediate reaction. So like I finished my first milk cleanse. I waited three months to see how long the feeling would last. I've never looked back. I went and ran one of my businesses that needed a restructuring for two and a half years, like high stress, crazy pace, insane board of directors. Like I was fully in it, never looked back, like probably didn't even do a milk cleanse for those two years. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So it was very profound, but people that, that have done antibiotics, I say usually would need to do it two or three times, not right away, but like do it, kind of recalibrate, plan on doing it again, just to like fully clear the system out. So it helps clearing out the antibiotics too. It doesn't. This is where you you hear me pausing because I'm really conscientious of the things I'm saying on some of these conversations. It's more the theory that I've heard is that because of the antibiotics, the spirochetes actually kind of like hide in cysts. And so as the body starts to clear, it takes a long time for that to crack open and Got it. But I'm not yeah. a doctor, not a medical no, exactly. doctor. Neither of us are. And we're just, so wait, <clears throat> do you think it helps with the mold too? So I had a conversation with a woman. She's a medical practitioner this week and she has been suffering from toxic mold for six years. She's tried everything. She did her first milk cleanse about two months ago. She's done three of them. She said that it's the first thing that she's done since she was diagnosed. And she's a practitioner. Like she has access to everything that has given her relief in her joints, in her brain. She said that she's a competitive athlete. Since she was exposed to mold, she had like cellulite around her body. And it was the first thing that like tightened up her body. And now she's doing one milk cleanse a month for the next handful of months because she believes that it's making profound difference in her, the way that mold exposure is impacting her body. That's amazing. So, okay. So you did this milk cleanse and then you went back to the doctor and said, Hey, let's start a company or did she (laughs) already have, but she already have a company, like she already had a protocol, but she was just sending you just supplements and didn't have like the cute packaging and stuff like that. Yeah. So she had a protocol that was kind of like packed in her office for her patients and on day eight, so I, I'm a designer and I create products and businesses. And I called her on day eight and I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like this was so easy. This was so peaceful. Like of all these years that I've been, I used to hide in the coat closets at my doctor's offices so I could be on the computer running my businesses with like light, then you turn the light on, they close me in so that I could be on calls with my investors and my teams with like we would hide, we'd turn the camera. So we would hide like the yeah. IV in my arm. And I was like, of all the things, like, this is so easy. 
is it this easy for everybody else? She's like, yeah, most people, it's pretty easy. And by the way, most of the people that do the milk cleanse, it is not for spirochetes or parasites. It's for gut resets. It's for hormonal resets. It's for people that like have things in their systems that are preventing them from all types of wellness. So what I did was I was like, we're turning this into a product and we tested a hundred kits on a hundred people around the world that had all different types of things, imbalances, invisible imbalances. And everyone got better. And I was like, this is amazing. And I sort of had to pause it because I had mentioned a few minutes ago that I jumped in to kind of fix one of my businesses with the intent of doing it for a month or two. And I was just like, I was all in and I stayed and kind of restructured. And that was like a two and a half year journey. So the December before COVID, so December of 2019, I'm pretty sure I got reinfected. I I think I got bit and I sort of knew it and I did a milk cleanse and I was fine. Eight days later, I was fine. When I say reinfected, I was bit by a tick and I was like, okay, this is too important. Like this needs to be out in the world. And if there's, I made a promise to myself through that whole journey that like, if I can get myself better, I can help everybody get better. Mm-hmm. And this is my chance to like make Do good that. on that promise to myself. So I turned the, the thing back on and I refined the formulations and designed the kit. And we actually tweaked the herbal formulas a little bit and went into production. We were supposed to launch in March, 2020. COVID had shut everything down. All the plants, all the supplement companies, supplement companies were so busy. So they were on like skeleton crews, but they had never been busier because everybody was like trying to bolster their immune systems. And of course the plant that we were producing in, which is like amazing quality, they produce like vitamin C and vitamin D, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the good stuff, right? (laughs) So we pushed and we pushed and it was like so intense and ultimately launched in June of last year. Okay. I didn't realize it was that new. Yeah. And I launched this during a global pandemic, Yeah, which I've always built brands that are like in real life, like throw a party, bring the press, bring, you know, lots of amazing people, make some noise, make a spectacle. I've never been like the performance marketing e-commerce type of builder. So it's been like an eye-opening experience, a very humbling experience this year. I have found it very, very hard to like get the, the information to the people that need it most. So everybody that's listening to this, please tell somebody that you know that's suffering because it's my biggest wish is for people to know that this is out there. And it's been tough as like the person just keeping to kind of push the boulder up the mountain. But I will tell you- It's expensive to get your name out. It's not like you just build it and people come running, right? Very expensive and very challenging when like you're catching me kind of slow my words throughout our conversation today because I'm cautious of what I can say because the type of like invisible illnesses that some of us suffer with are very controversial. Mm -hmm. And so 
when you look at like the milk cleanse website or social media or like the ads that are going out there, it's very generic, right? Like it clears foggy brain or we can talk about parasites, but I can't talk about a lot of the magic that, that this does. Right. Cause you can't claim anything cause you'll be shut down in two seconds. Right. But I will tell you this, Mimi, every time I get a little discouraged, I'll get an email that's like, I'm writing this email from the sidelines of my son's soccer game. I haven't been able to get out of bed in two years. I did the milk cleanse. My life has been transformed. Mm. And I just wanted to thank you guys for bringing this to the world because I just watched my son score a goal for the first time yeah. in a very long time. And I'm then chilled. I'm like, no, it's, it's keep going, Jody. <laughs> because I get, I mean, I get, I'm sure you're going to start getting them too, but I get a lot of texts messages or emails from people like, I want to take my life. I'm on my last straw and I found your website. And now I feel like, you know, and so that's what keeps me going. Cause this is so much work. I'm not making any money off of doing this. So it's just for me, just trying to get the word out there and give people hope because it is such a lonely, awful disease that no one believes you. It's just, there's no cure and it costs so much money. And that's, what's great about yours is it's not that expensive to do this, to reclaim your life. You know, it's not thousands and thousands of dollars that just ongoing. Yeah. And, and the other part of it for me is like, for me personally, I like knowing that there's this thing. Like if I go to a party and I walk in the grass and I get bit, I have something. Or mm-hmm. if I get off balance or like something does kind of trigger my system, like I have a, a tool. Mm-hmm. It's not sure. like I have to go fly to some doctor and do some intense intervention. I can just like narrow my schedule for a few days yep. and like bring my body back into balance. Yeah. Will you also talk about the uh, app that you created? Yeah. yeah that goes Totally. With- so I have an app called Neuropraxis and my business partner's name is Lisa Wimberger. Lisa is the founder of Neurosculpting. And neurosculpting is this modality. It's kind of like a guided meditation that allows people to get into their stress and PTSD triggers and repattern the effects of that. So let me explain. I'm going to use myself as the guinea pig. So I cleared my body of Lyme, cleared my body of mold, and felt amazing, except I had insane back pain, lower back pain. And I got to the point where I was like, I am so over this, like cut me, inject me, stem cells, PRP, do whatever anybody can, like just help me begging these like sports medicine doctors to just fix me, cut me in half. I didn't care. And I went and saw this guy and he did like a manual kind of experiment on me. And he's like, you have neurological pain. And I was appalled. I was like, oh. Are you telling me it's not real? Are you telling me my pain's not real? Right? Like, I didn't understand. And so, in a string of, you know, synchronistic events over like one day, I found this new body of work that basically validates that like people that have chronic illness, like Lyme and mold exposure, et cetera, oftentimes develop pain patterns that are programs of our limbic system in the brain. Mm-hmm. Think of when most people have kind of heard of how like a diabetic might lose the limb and they lose their foot, but they still have phantom pain in the foot. 
The reason for that is because the limbic system is looping in the memory of that pain. So Lisa, years ago, and she's published a bunch of books. She has the Neurosculpting Institute. She's an exceptional human being. She got struck by lightning and started having these like crazy vasovagal seizures. Wow. And she she lived. Flatline. She lived. But she was like, I can't live like this. I can't scare my family. I can't scare my daughter. Like, I I don't want to live like this. And so she dedicated her life to understanding the programming of the brain. And she ultimately trademarked this process called neurosculpting. And the way that it works, to put it in the simplest terms, she uses a guided meditation that she leads to open the prefrontal cortex, connect the left and right brain hemispheres, and ultimately guide a user into the midbrain where we can then repattern the information or the PTSD trigger or the stress trigger and stop the looping. So meditation is amazing. Meditation, you know, balances and relaxes the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous systems, but it doesn't repattern the brain. So I was suffering with all this, this back pain and somebody had told me she was in Europe. And so I was like prepared to get on a flight and go to Europe. Right. And so I find, I dig deep into like the internet and I find her email address somehow. And I write this like dissertation. Just, I just wanted her to like, I bought her book and I was like looking at the book. I'm like, I'm not going to figure this out in a, in a, it's a, the book's amazing, but like I needed her. Right. Turns out she was around the corner from my place in Denver. Oh my gosh. So on Halloween, a couple of years ago, I was in like a, a white crocheted unicorn outfit. I walked into her office and it was like seeing my old friend for the first time in a long time. And we did our first session and I did four sessions and my pain was gone. Wow. And I never looked back. And so Lisa then was like, you know, I see a lot of people that have had symptoms of like mold toxicity and Lyme and invisible illnesses. And this helps them. Like it relieves all of these symptoms. So we outlined every single physical, emotional, mental, like concept from light sensitivity in the eyes to pain in the bottom of the feet, to gut issues, to like the psychological impact of the medical system and the people that don't understand the loneliness associated with this type of like kind of invisible imbalances. And Lisa went into the studio and we recorded 75 hours worth of content. And we were building an iPhone app. This was like March of 2020 in the midst of this this whole pandemic we thought we were kind of building this thing for this like tiny little sliver of humanity like us, right? That's like in the underground dealing with all this stuff. All of a sudden the whole world's dealing with like a virus. Right. So we put it online as like a web app so that people could access it. Cause there's a lot of stuff about, you know, when you've been bit by a tick and you're kind of like out in the world, there's, some trauma there, right? And like worry about getting it again or contracting it. So all these things were applicable to what was going on. 
So we launched it. And finally, we got the iPhone app done like early spring of this year. And people are having amazing, profound experiences with it. It's like really helping once they kind of reset their system to recalibrate all of the the joint pain and the that's amazing gut imbalances. Yeah. Have you been, has that been harder to get that out or has people been able to find that? It's all hard. It's hard. It's expensive. I haven't taken any investment for either of the businesses. I look at both of them as like proven concepts right now. We'll just experiment with different things. We'll lean in to see how to get things to more people, but yeah, like all the algorithms have changed. All of the digital marketing platforms have like totally transformed in the past 12 months. Things are more expensive now than ever. Mm-hmm. I took a social sabbatical for the like first kind of year of the pandemic by choice, like for the first time ever was just like, I'm going to hang out with my niece and nephew and I'm going to work and I'm going to create and I'm going to do my thing. So I'm not bouncing around the world, you know, telling everybody about it, showing everybody it and it's, it's all virtual. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's tough. So my next ask for anybody listening is, Tell somebody that you know about Neuropraxis. It's on the iPhone store. And if they don't have an iPhone, you can go to the website and you can subscribe on the web app. And Lisa's voice is amazing. I love her voice. Me too. And we have four uh, new libraries coming. So because it's been so effective, we have a general stress and anxiety that will be the general library. Biotoxicity, which is the library that we launched with, will be its own. We've got um, neuropraxis for peak performance for athletes. That's great. We have um, neuropraxis for entrepreneurs because there's no tool for, you know, the makers Mm -hmm. that are out in the world. And we have a couple other ones that we're working on that'll be launched over the next year. Uh, I'm so excited by everything that you've created and how it's helping. It helped me and I know it's going to help so many other people and helped you. And so you just amaze me and I'm really excited that this will be a solution for people to get better. I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to like share the story and have people kind of hear about this stuff because the thing that I just want is like, I just want people to know the stuff is out there because I know what it feels like when you're sort of at the mercy of more traditional thinking or practitioners or, and and the Things. timeline is so long. You, you make an appointment. It's two months to get in there. And then you got to get your blood work back. And that's another month. And then they give you a pro- I mean, you're six months and $30,000 into it. And you're like, don't feel any better. Whereas this, you get it a week later after you order it. Give it a shot, right? There's nothing. You do it while you're waiting for your doctor's appointment. I know there's people that are like, I think I got bit by a tick. Should I go get blood tests? I'm like, you absolutely should. But just do this anyways, because you're going to feel relief. Yeah. And then we can map what's going on and you'll figure out with your doctor what the path is, right? But like, same thing. It's like, sure, test. But like, if you go looking, you're going to find something. Right, exactly. So you might as well just do it. Yeah. So um, Jody, thank you so much. This has been amazing. And I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Mimi. Each week, I will bring you different voices from the wellness community so that they can share how they help their clients heal. You will come away with tips and strategies to help you get your life back. 
Thank you so much for coming on and I'm so happy you are here. Subscribe now and tune in next week. If you want to learn how I detox and you want to check out my detox for Lyme checklist, go to lime360.com forward slash detox checklist. You can also join our community at Lyme 360 Warriors on Facebook and let's heal together. Thank you.